operating from a zero level of faith. I mean, zero cry. You're starting from the negative point of the X axis or the Y axis. You are not even on ground zero. Negative. Now, it is important to know that. Zero tolerance for unbelief and doubt. You can, you, can, you can walk in it and live in it. Now, the Bible says, Abraham, who against hope believed in hope, when there was no hope, zero, there was, there was, there was nothing to start faith. By the way, before you get faith, you must start with hope. Do you understand? Good. All of you here have faith. You're born again. You have faith. You're saved by grace through faith. Jesus, your faith, the word of God is in you. So you have faith. So I'm not saying you don't have faith. But I am showing you that even if you had zero faith, assuming you didn't even have faith, I want you to know who you are really and how much power you have so i want to i want to take you to a place where there is no faith zero zero you know what i mean there is zero zero hallelujah Amen. he said it there was no precursor there, there was there, there was nobody abraham could emulate because it hadn't happened before his time Who against hope believe in hope when there was no hope hoped when there was zero faith believed in hope hallelujah and he, he he mentioned the question of doubt and unbelief they are two different things and he explained it he said it he said doubt you are questioning you see doubt is questioning might this thing be can it happen that's doubt unbelief is the deadly one unbelief is said this cannot be you are establishing you are taking a stance that god is lying but you see Oh, thank you, Jesus. You see, when light comes, darkness leaves. When understanding comes, doubt and unbelief goes. You are doubting if I had a thousand dollars in my pocket because you can't see it. But if you can see it, you can't doubt what you see. So when light comes, when revelation comes, faith is automatic. 
So I see, and we, we are in the dark of things, and so it, it looked like, oh, this cannot be. Now, there's a basic understanding. Everybody look at me. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I'm going to recommend a book for you, okay? It's called How Faith Works by Frederick Price. Everybody has to read that. And Six Principles of Faith, okay? Frederick Price. How Faith Works, Frederick Price. He's one of the apostles of faith. And Six Principles of Faith. Okay, now look at me. I said, when understanding comes, which is the light, all the doubt and the unbelief, which is darkness, vanishes correct good the light shines in darkness and darkness not able to seize upon it or extinguish it now so these are the understandings that begets faith the first understanding is that there is no impossibility there's no such thing as impossibility in fact twice four times in the bible is recorded all things are possible two referring to God and two referring to the one who believes now but before we even talk about believing we're saying that there is an understanding that there's no impossibility and two the divine equals possibility he that comes to God must believe once we are mentioning God then it changes the equation changes so <laughs> in the beginning God because he began the beginning emptiness void but once there's God the divine element his word his spirit or God once you mention God the impossibility uh, factor is thrown overboard then the third thing which you know is faith is our right standing faith brings you into the realm of god because that's who god is he calls those things we be known as though they were he doesn't call things out of any previous existence once he says they become and once you believe you get into his realm you enter into the realm of possibility actualization and reality okay so this is the understanding now um thank you sir when it comes to the workings of faith there are a few things to know for example you see somebody wants to marshal or uh, uh, master all the forces to unleash his faith yeah there are things to know one of them primarily is that faith works by love that's the the impossible cases when people believe in jesus like what who is this girl the sarfusian woman and the centurion it was not even the akezu <laughs> it was a seven The greatest faith operate by love. This man loves his, his servant. These guys, those, those, those slaves, nobody cares about them. 
Yeah. And when somebody is obsessed with love, burden, he will do any crazy thing. You see a father do crazy things just to save his child. A mother. <laughs> he said, no, 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 this one, unless I die. Hallelujah. But there are some few other things also, okay? We'll get into that some other time. Now, for faith to work, it is like the prince, like, like what Pastor Richard shared with, uh, Pastor Isaac shared with us. For faith to work, you don't need a conflagration to start a conflagration. You need a spark of fire. Just a spark. You want survival skills before? If you get a spark, so just a little grip, a little moisture, a little seed, small as a master seed, the smallest of seed, is enough. But people, people are always waiting for the big faith before they start moving. And that's the problem. That is why the Lord was impressing. Tell them about zero faith, zero faith. Assuming you don't even have faith. Zero cry. Let's start from there. Now, is there that seed principle? And he giveth seed to the sower. Bible says, you know, God commanded it to bring forth seed. There's already seed in your heart. Every ground already has seed buried in it. And in addition to that, on top of that, I like, I like on top, on top of that, God is ministry seed. Every time there's a seed that produces, yeah, 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 yeah. do you know the number of spans you have in an ejaculation? Those things are all babies who millions god is making a statement i told you about the parable of the sower i asked the lord i said ah the parable says that the sower is god and the seed is the word of god but are you careless to throw seeds some on stony ground some by the roadside i know you're not careless so how come you don't carefully put your seeds in group you say lord you don't understand the man is full of life to my seed he's throwing it whosoever anywhere any just anybody the holy ghost doesn't just quicken some things about so he quickened all things too much life boom, 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 boom. now when you understand these things it gives you a kind of mindset and jesus just look at the side of man. look at the centurion and say wow honey you are going to wow god he he says he's going to be so excited crazy about it Now, you start walking in. Doc, this mindset, if I don't have a, a, a prototype, I don't have a, a, a precursor, it starts with me. Oh, yes. I say, it start, oh, it's never happened then. It starts with me. Even if I didn't have Enoch, even if I didn't have Enoch, and Elijah as my example well I'll be the first living human being who walks to heaven without dying no no it doesn't have to be that big but I'm saying that you know last time we're, we're studying on and, and Pastor Gloria mentioned we're studying on leadership and management as for management it's just creating templates systems and you just keep 
You don't have to invent a wheel. But leadership is the pace setter. And I said that there are some things to manage. But you are a pace setter at something. You, it, it starts with you. I'm serious. That's why you are different from every human being. Else. Honey, you are, you are in your own class. Now, look at it. God calls those things we be not as though they were. God is not even asking us to call the things we be not as though they were. That's not a definition for faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of the unseen. The things are already there. You are calling them, they are already there in existence. You are calling them into visibility. But there's something higher than that one. What a thing doesn't even exist. And God is calling them as if they already existed. And that was the kind of faith Abraham learned. That was why he operated from, from zero, ground zero. And the guy was still a hero. The people will look at you and say, who is this? Do you know that, do you know, do you know that that's what happens in the realm of vision? You know, somebody sitting down and thinks of a computer. He was thinking of a mobile office. This is what happens in innovation. You know, and inventions. People just, but even that one, it exists. It exists. In another realm. But they just see it and pull it down. And pull it, pull it out. Your life has changed. Pastor Elsie, there is something I maintain. This experience is not the same as the first one. You you don't know this, my God. He doesn't waste resources all. Last Last Sunday I was teaching you. We're sharing. When the angel came the first time, what you told Manuel's wife was different from what he said when he came the second time home. Check all the scriptures that are quoted. As I said, Paul is saying it, he'll twist it a little bit. So the first, oh, oh we, we prayed the last time, um, you know, we, we, we prayed the last time and we had this visitation. This one, it's not, it's not the same as, the blessing you got yesterday is not the same as the one you're getting now. I'm saying that what is happening in this service is not the same as what happened in the second service. This is different. Oh yeah, God is no, no, no. God is adding. That is why you can leave this service not feeling like, oh, we've been coming, we've been coming. No, 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 no. This is a different case, different thing altogether. Can't you see? <laughs> Amen. Now, before faith, we said you must have hope because hope, faith is the substance of hope. So, before faith, you just hope. And, 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 and you see, I can give you some few things to help you. Let's look at Hebrews. Thank you, Jesus. Eleven thirteen. Now, I want us to look at something. It's very important. Very, very important. Because, you see, you know, when people don't understand something, they think that 
uh, it is fantasy. The thing is, uh, uh, how do we call it? Uh, uh, how do we call it? Something is not real. Yes. Yes. People think, yes. 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 So people think that, you know, people don't understand faith. So they think that, okay. Well, so yes. So now it's just why presumption, foolishness, and they say we should just believe everything also we don't we don't care. <laughs> now but but there's something to know. These things are very real. And when you know it, look at it. We are talking about heroes of faith. And they say this all died without obtaining what? Like, like seriously? You see, that's what people don't know. You see, so people will look at themselves and they feel they don't have faith. I don't. I have not achieved anything. This this work I've done, cry, didn't get anything. This God I have served, I have served this God. We've gone to church and we didn't get anything out of it. We, we've done the work of God and we didn't get anything out of it. I have done the work of the Lord. My father was a pastor. He's done the work of the Lord. He didn't get anything out of it. Now, this guy talking now, he's a millionaire. And he's so foolish. Not to even know that his father laid a foundation for him. And for his children. He doesn't even know that all the blessings he's enjoying. It's as a product. But, but again, money is not everything. Life is not all just about, about money. <laughs> but people don't even get it. Look, look at these guys. They all died in faith, not having obtained the promise. Having not received the promises. That's even the worst. If they had said they had not obtained the promise, then we would have said, okay, they were, they were saying that they didn't receive Jesus because Jesus is the ultimate promise. I don't know if they didn't even receive the promises. How do you look at me? What's a car? So, that's, it's not a car that God wants to give you. Because the car will perish anyway at a point. It's not even a house. But there's something else God wants you to, in believing God for a car, you expand your faith and the real thing called faith is left behind and the car will come and go you get a gold but the gold will perish though it's refined but your faith will be found that is the trophy you're going to present that's the one you're going to hold and go to heaven with So these guys receive promises, but the writer, the Holy Spirit is saying they didn't receive the promise. Two ways. Number one, uh, as for me, I don't know. My prophecies never come to pass. So, uh, prophet, if you are praying, you can ask God to forgive me because I don't know what I have done. And as for me, me and my children, we are suffering. 
You know, so why are you insinuating? Why are you insinuating? I don't know. Uh, you can ask God to forgive me because me, I don't know what I've done and we are suffering like this. Strings very softly. Because you see others, some people have the world's good. And you feel that you're disadvantaged. You feel that you're sidelined. You feel that. You are upstaged in life. Now, if they were believing God for something and they didn't receive, what's their faith then? They saw it afar off. They were persuaded of them. They embraced them. They confessed them. Pastor Isaac has been spending the whole time talking about the confession part. Look, if I fall down and die right now from sickness, I still believe that there is healing and there is immortality. My experience is too small to change the word of God. What are you talking about? This whole world is too small to modify the reality of God. You haven't heard that heaven and earth will pass away. This is nothing. It will pass. The word of God will stand. So, I can't change the gospel because I'm sick. I can't change the gospel because I, I sin. I can't change the gospel because I'm, I'm not doing well. The gospel is true. In fact, the Bible says, if what about if some don't believe? Will the unbelief make the, the faith of God of none effect? Is it God forbid? Hallelujah. 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 Okay. Now, what's the message? What's the message? Operating from what? Zero faith level. You have to get this CD for everybody. Operating from what? Zero, zero faith level. Or zero tolerance for unbelief. Now, so let's get to the crux of the matter before we go. <laughs> you see, if you don't know anything about electricity, you sit there and you'll be wondering, uh, ha, 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 ha. And when an electrical engineer comes, he just smiles. He just smiles. So, this, 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 this is how it works. So, if you don't understand these things, you would think that, oh, these guys, they're just talking. Hold it. But let me explain to you why you can operate from, you are not at a zero level, but you, even if you were at the zero level of faith, you'll still be fine. Let me explain to you. You see, Jesus went to the negative. Oedipo said he used to be poor, Kenneth Higgins. He said he used to be so poor. Oedipo said he was so poor that even the poor was calling him poor. And Kenneth Higgins said he was, not at the bot- he was not at the bottom of the barrel. He was under the barrel. He said he was so broke, so much in debt that he was not at the bottom of the barrel. He was under the barrel. That, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about now. 
Jesus went into the negative. That's where he started from. I can prove it to you. It is not Jesus' health that healed us. It was his wound. It was not Jesus' riches that made us rich. It was his poverty. It was not Jesus' life that saved us. It was his death. Now, if the wound of Jesus healed us, what would his health do to us? If his poverty made us rich, what would his riches do for us? If his death gave us life, what would his life do to us? Clap. You're going to like this. Romans eleven twelve. He said, if the fall of them was the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them, the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? He said, when Israel fell down, blah, that's where the world became rich. And when Israel diminished, that is when the Gentiles became rich. They think about it. He said, what about their fullness? You, you don't get it. Israel is God's people. When they fell, the world became rich. And God is asking that the people, they are falling, they are making everybody rich. What about if they stand? He said, are you in your falling state? Living in your poverty. It's like this. Oh, clap. <laughs> you are not able to pray, Mpuni. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, let me close. Can it get it very soft? You know, um, listen well. There was famine. Not what happened in 83. Some of you were not even born at the time, so you don't even know what we're talking about. Not 83. Vichresse, you will eat grass, but you can't find the grass. So you will eat. Women were, I'm sorry, but women were eating their own placentas. They said the most delicate woman was eating until they started eating their babies. A crazy prophet pulls out and said, Tomorrow about this time, one long cow of rice is one Ghana. Two long cow of maize, one Ghana. The Lord on whose the king leans. The Lord on whose arm the king leans. The minister of finance. The army general. He said, even this king, you see, he leans on me. This king, and you are here saying what? He said, if God opens even the heaven, my this, is that dog? Good. He said, if God opens the heaven, my this even be? 
God felt so insulted that he said, you know, I won't open, I won't open the heavens. I'll use lepers. Any challenge the devil gives you, God will make sure he fulfilled that word in your life through the most unlikely means. He will use sparrows. He will use what's the name? Ravens to feed you. Now, but for you in the New Testament, it is already done. And our faith is supposed to be in the fact that it is already settled. Do you understand? Do you understand? You see, before faith came, what was there? We're under the schoolmaster, the law. And Jesus, listen to this, I'm closing with this. This is so important. Every handwriting of ordinance that was against you, contrary to you, he took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross. Jesus crucified unbelief. There's, there's no basis. You pull any law, this against you, this is your child, you didn't do this, you couldn't do this, you don't qualify. Jesus made a foolery of everything. In fact, grace operates this way. When you don't qualify, that's when you qualify. He's messed up the formula. So the devil doesn't stand a chance. There's no place for unbelief. Why? Because everything that was contrary, Colossians 2.14, everything that was contrary to you, handwriting of ordinances, thou shalt not, if you do this, this, this is the replication, and this will happen to you, and that, because of this, so this won't happen. You can't have this because of this. He took all of that out of the way. Jesus just messed this whole thing up. Nailed it to the cross. And then he said, who can lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justified. Who is it that condemned? It is Christ that died. Really, that, that is risen again. And stands clap, clap, clap. At the right hand of God. That's Romans 8, 33 and 34. You see, Swansea, when you are going home today with your chest out, you are not looking at a future that is uncertain. Hey, how are we going to manage this? How are things going? How do you are walking into the arms of the Lord? Your future, what? Hallelujah! Huh? This strange land, this US I'm going to, I don't even know how it's going to be like. No, don't talk like that. Yesterday I met an apostle. He said, Do you know my gift? When I hear Afghanistan, I want to go there now, 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 now. Yes, that's the gift on his life. I'm telling you, when he hears that there is war somewhere, it's like Samson. They say, The Philistines are upon you. Then the anointing are back. I declare that out of the eater shall come forth meat. Anything that threatens your very existence 
There's meat in it for you. And out of the strong comes that which is sweet. May the Lord bless you. 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 May the Lord bless you.